What is the office good for anyway? This is Work From Home, the podcast that helps you stay connected, productive and sane while working remotely. I'm Harry. And I'm Alex. And that's what we're talking about today, the office and, you know, what its purpose is. We're spending less and less time in our offices. And let's face it, remote work isn't going anywhere anytime soon, is it? So if this is our future, you know, what is the future for the office and where does the office still play a role in our jobs in the future? You've been doing some thinking about this, Alex. Yes. And in fact, the thinking is kind of prompted by a piece of research that's published in the Harvard Business Review back in July. And what it quite usefully does is it points out four possible core uses for the office because it's it's becoming more and more apparent that just going there for the sake of going there isn't really a good enough excuse, nor is it legal in certain jurisdictions at the moment. So the first of the four things that the office could be used for is focus. And I think this will mean different things to different people. And in fact, I think it would mean different things to you and I. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, it means the opposite to me. Like, As in, <laughs> I feel like I'm much, much less focused in the office than I am uh, at home where there's less distraction. So I'm interested in this idea straight away. I think for people who have chaotic home lives, or have, or maybe in like a small flat with multiple other people, I think an office would be a godsend. I know back at the start of the year when I was living with six other people and we shared a kitchen and all that sort of stuff, I would have loved to have had like a third space to go out and work in, to delineate between work and home life, but also just to get some guaranteed peace and quiet. Yeah, I mean, because that's the thing. That's that's what I always find the opposite is that there's, you know, in the office, there's colleagues kind of tapping on the back and saying, you know, how was your weekend or what's happening with that project or did you get my email or would you like a coffee? Um, but actually, I suppose the same is, you know, you're also in the work mode, aren't you? Like if it, it's kind of like you you have a specific kind of place you go to to do work. And so you can get your mind into that that frame of mind of just like, focused work and I, so I, for me that's often in the past been cafes you know if I remove myself from my home office where there might be family distractions or there might just be loads of pings coming in from all of these different apps or emails or slack messages or whatever then just kind of shutting everything down and then going down to a cafe and bashing out 50 emails that I need to write has actually worked really really well so maybe that's what it's maybe that's how it works for some people and, and maybe some people just like the hum of an office. I think that's fair enough, right? I think a lot of people just didn't find it easier to be productive around other people that are working. Yeah. I mean, if I if I had the sort of job where I could go somewhere where there was like a hum or people mm. rummaging around next to me and, you know, the quality of my editing wouldn't suffer, then I might then I might do that, maybe for the novelty. And we've kind of touched on this second one, which is socialization, you know, other people in the office. And I think there's very little competition between working at home and being in the office in terms of socializing with yeah. other people, although that's tempered by the times that we're in, I suppose. It is. But yeah, I think that's that's definitely a big one for most people, I would say, is, you know, it's all well and good socializing with your with your wife and family or housemates or whatever. But it, yeah, your ability to, to connect personally with your colleagues, I think is really, really important. And there's only so much of that you can get with video chat and 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 emails that makes a lot of sense uh and then the other one is around other people as well right so the third one is collaboration they've written here yeah and this is interesting because maybe it's not as cut and dry as 
socializing insofar as we've experienced this and discussed this in the past is that it is kind of difficult to sit everyone down on a zoom call and be like so how how is everyone's weekends yeah it can it can seem a bit stilted at the start but once you get into it, it's fine but as opposed to collaboration where if you're sitting down with an agenda it well it certainly has been for us possible to do that entirely remotely yep it is a bit awkward isn't it it's funny it's not the same as just like casually slipping into conversation in person it does feel a bit forced of just like you know we we do it in slack we'll be like sending sharing pictures on a friday for example or or just yeah jumping on a zoom call and then starting the call with so how is you know and it just sort of like okay cool now we have to go make conversation and it's a bit tricky at first but then you're exactly right once you get into it it's just a normal conversation but there's something about that in-person factor that makes everything a bit more kind of natural Unless that was it, like 80% of communication is non-verbal and even half a second delay in conversation makes people seem less personable. Yeah, that's right. And you can only see the shoulders up, you know. Yeah, and I think collaboration is just really important in terms of, you know, working together on a project. There's no substitute for being in the same room as somebody and immediately and instantly being able to feedback and share ideas and brainstorm and, and all that kind of stuff. And sure, video calls are great, but I think, you know, there's certain certain projects, certain styles of work and things that just really benefit from from being in person. So that does make sense. And, and I think that some of the conversations we've had, uh, like with Christine Rowe recently, if you haven't heard that episode, go and check it out. But I think, you know, we talked about this idea of hybrid work and this mixture of being remote and in the office. And I think this is exactly why, you know, coming back to the office, at least some of the time is going to be really important is for these kind of, from, from my perspective, is the socialization and the collaboration pieces. But this also uh, mentions learning as well. So what's what, what do they mean by that? Again, it's it's ultimately a social thing. Well, as the whole conversation is about, you know, putting people together in the same room. But if you're sitting down and learning something new, whether it's systems or campaigns or whatever it is, that maybe you lose something if you're not able to have everyone sitting in the same room doing it. And me, when I think of learning, I immediately go back to university which operated in a similar way to what many people are proposing offices should operate like in the future as far as you have select groups of people coming in at select times and you don't have every single student in the whole university on campus at the same time everyone's kind of rotating in and out so i think yeah if you're purely at home i think remote learning is pretty rough to be honest yeah yeah, no, that's that's pretty that's pretty. Dope. But you know, I think you know at the same time, there's lots of kind of online courses that are actually really great ways to learn. But I think yeah, often a lot of the work we do in a work context is is around how we work better as a team and stuff. And I think the only way you can really learn that is by being with a team. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So this isn't the end of the office, is it? You know, we've got four good reasons here, and there's probably more that are out there of for why we should be in the office. Yeah, it's just more that the competition is heating up, basically between office and home working. Yeah. I think that is the key thing in general from this whole year is that there is now a definite second option that has been proven to be viable, even if it's under rubbish circumstances. Exactly right. Exactly right. The office isn't going anywhere. I think many of us desperately want the office to, to still be a thing. I think it's really important for us for many reasons, some of which we've covered here, but but yeah, no, remote work isn't going anywhere either. And I think all of the benefits that that brings. And so, yeah, it just keeps coming back to this idea of, of this hybrid approach that I think we're going to see more and more of in the future. So I would love to hear from you 
the listener about you know how your 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 employer is is kind of facing this issue at the moment and whether there's been any discussion around when the office is going to be opening up maybe you're already back in the office and how that kind of hybrid situation is working i would love to know alex you'd love to know right Oh, yes. We'd both love to know. So please let us know. Uh, WFH at lowerstreet.co. And if you did enjoy this episode, you thought it was valuable or useful or interesting in some way, it sparked some thought. Uh, I would love it if you could share it with at least one person you think would also enjoy it because it really does help us reach more remote workers as they're searching for what's the future going to hold for me as a, as a worker. As ever, thank you very much for listening. We'll be back very soon, every Monday, Wednesday and Friday. <laughs>